Sony decides it's going to skip out on E3 2020, and we've got a lot of other video game news for you. Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to Diggity, a video game podcast episode number 137. I'm Jeff James. As always with me, the incredible, unattainable, luscious Brody Faults. How are you, my friend? I'm doing peachy. How are you? Ooh, ooh, ooh. peachy. Ooh. Ooh, a fruit. A fruit today yeah. is your feelings. My goodness. <laughs> uh, I'm doing okay. I'm doing I'm doing pretty good. Pretty strange no winter so far. I told you it's coming. <laughs> we. I told you it's a coming. Well, in, in Indiana, we don't generally really see winter until like late January and February. That's when we really get oh, winter. Hold on. Indiana. Indiana. My bad. My bad. That's correct. That's correct. That's correct. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's just a little weird for me. I mean, it's kind of like I don't know. It's not the great. A bit of sn- you're not in the great white north anymore, buddy. No, neither Chicago. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so, well, you get the the I, the real strong lake effect there. Yeah, I know. It's just I don't know. I'd rather have snow on the ground than just should be dead. Yeah, <laughs> everything's dead and it's kind of raining grass. and it's just, yeah, it's not great. It's kind of, just kind of <laughs> gross. Uh, anyway, it's got a lot of news for you guys. But before that, um, just a quick friendly reminder, follow us on Instagram and Twitter uh, at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, Diggity, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. And uh, subscribe to our podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, or wherever you listen. Also, tell your friends and family about our podcast. Word of mouth is the best word of mouth. Thank you to those who have spread their mouth through words. Thank you very much. <laughs> uh, and before news, <laughs> I'm sorry, before upcoming games, um, you know, what, what, what have you been playing, my dude? Um, I played a little bit more Pokemon Sword. I um, powered through What the Golf. I almost have beat it. Um, played a little bit of Call of Duty, a little bit of Rocket League, a little bit of UFC 3. Um, and a touch of Tools Out, which is a new game for us. Uh, it's kind of in the same vein of like an overcooked, but, uh, probably a little bit more frustrating. Uh, but yeah. Uh, how about you? Uh, same old, same old. Been rocking a little bit of Roller Coaster Tycoon 2. Can't stop me, baby. Got it back in the, uh, back in a box of Cheerios. And uh, I've been playing it ever since, baby. Woo! Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, dude, I got it in a box. Did you of, really? Like, honey nut, of Honey Nut Cheerios. Yes. Nice. Yes. Of course. Um, then I played Tools Out with you, which we found incredibly frustrating. Yeah. And then I was really liking it. I was digging it a lot after. Yeah, um, I, I liked it quite I a bit. Check it out. I think I like it more than I do Overcooked, even. I'd go that far. <laughs> I would agree, too. But... It feels like you're getting more stuff done. Yeah. I mean... Making food's cool and all right, but right. you're like quickly basically making a HGTV TV show Renault flip as fast as you possibly can. And the fact that you have to tidy up after is just hilarious. Yeah. Because like people are like, wait, what? <laughs> I have to clean up after myself? It, it took us probably a half an hour to figure out what the hell we were doing. And then once we got it down, I mean, we were good. But uh, yeah, it was it was a little rough at the start. <laughs> and then uh, ripping also some Battlefront 2. Just on that Battlefront 2 kick, which finally got the next sniper rifle in Battlefront 2. So that's been nice. It's a little, it's pretty grindy, dude, to get uh, the next level of stuff. Ugh, not great. Yeah, it is pretty grindy. 
Um, it is uh, very, at, very grindy. At, I still enjoy it, though. Have a blast in it. Yeah, it was fun. Um, we played that last week, and then I haven't played it since. I've been trying to play a bunch of random games and just little things here and there. So, Oh, well. You did it. Yeah. Congrats. Cool. Uh, do you want to hit us up with the upcoming games before we jump on into the news? Uh, yeah, on January 16th, you can get a long way down for PC. Uh, Ryu ga Gataku 7, uh, which is Yakuza Like a Dragon uh, for PS4 in Japan. Uh, Stories Untold for the Switch, The Surge 2, The Kraken Expansion for PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and To the Moon on Switch. Uh, On January 17th, you can get Dragon Ball Z Kakarot. Uh, on PC, PS4, and Xbox One, and Kakara, Kakara, uh, Tokyo Mirage Sessions, e- <laughs> FE, uh, on Switch. <laughs> I hashtag FE. Yeah, um, that it's sharp, isn't it? Right, sharp FE. Yeah, I was trying to think of what they called like it, uh, but anyway, you can get that on Switch. <laughs> In January 21st, you can get The Sims 4 Tiny Living Stuff Pack. On Tiny PC. living stuff pack. What the hell is that? Tiny living stuff. What I assume the- <laughs> it's like small animals. I don't know. I don't know. What is that? I think it's just a DLC for uh, The Sims. Because they just keep pumping out DLC. Oh for my the god, it's Tiny Homes. Oh, it's Tiny, Tiny Homes. Hmm. Oh my god. Well, couldn't you have just always made a, a tiny home? I mean, I suppose so. Oh, look, they have like... Um, what are those? Are the Murphy beds? Are the ones that like go up and go into the wall? Is that what they're called? I'm not sure. Maybe in Canada. Maybe I've just confused this whole nation. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's just it's just tiny tiny homes. Interesting. Wow, you could live in a trailer virtually. Congrats wow. on that, boy. Um, all right, on the news, uh, the fifth DLC fighter for Super Smash Bros. Ultimate will be shown off on Thursday. January the 16th at 6 a.m. Pacific, 9 a.m. Eastern. Uh, there will be roughly a 35-minute uh, video live stream. Holy crap. Showing an in-depth look at the character, just as they have done for the last couple of characters. Uh, this will also be the last character to be added from the first fighter pack, but it sounds like there are plans to continue adding characters going forward. Brody, do they ever stop adding characters to this game? I hope not. Keep her going. Let's go. What, uh, what obscure character could they add in uh, fighter pack 7? Fighter Pack Seven, so yeah, okay, so, so we're we, so we're like thirty characters. There's no into end, this DLC. There's clearly no end in sight. Um, shoot, I by that point, I hope we just you know let's go for it. Let's put Iron Man in there. Um, conquer, conquer. <laughs> uh, Ed from Ed, Ed and Eddie. Okay, one of the Eds. I don't just Ed, just just Ed, just just okay. single D, not double D, single D. <laughs> okay all right all right all right all right i got gotcha. you okay cool yeah sweet i mean check that out guys on the 16th there you go uh the avengers game has been delayed uh, no way yeah no didn't see this coming just kidding we completely saw this coming uh crystal dynamics avengers game was originally set to release on may 15th uh but now it's been pushed back to september 4th six months wow. away um, okay 
Yeah. Sell me on it. Okay. Sell me on it. Here's the official press release that's going to sell you on it, Jeff. <laughs> to our fans, at Crystal Dynamics, our ambition has always been to deliver the ultimate Avengers gaming experience. In order to achieve that goal, we have made the difficult decision to move the release date of Marvel's Avengers to September 4th, 2020. As fans ourselves, it's an honor and privilege to work with these legendary characters, and we know that these superheroes mean... Uh, to us and true believers around the world. Uh, when we set out to bring you our vision for Marvel's Avengers, we committed to delivering an original story-driven campaign, engaging co-op, and compelling content for years to come. To that end, we will spend this additional development time focusing on fine-tuning and polishing the game to the high standards our fans expect and deserve. Uh, the worldwide teams working on Marvel's Avengers sincerely appreciate the support you've shown us. We thrive on your enthusiasm and feedback, and we can't wait to show you more. We apologize for the delay. We're confident it will be worth the wait. Scott Amos and Ron Rosenberg, uh, which are the co-heads of Studio uh, and Crystal Dynamics. Um, I'm not surprised this is being pushed back. I am a little surprised that it's being pushed back six months. Um, but yeah... It, I I assume it's for the better. Uh, to me, seeing a game delayed uh, is usually a good sign that at least they're trying to fix something. Um, so I hope that they do actually take this time and and you know make this make this good. But um, I don't know. As big of a Marvel fan as I am, I am so leery of this game. Yeah, I mean, my 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 problem from the get go is that all of the Avengers look like uh, Times Square Avengers. Yeah, I don't know. I, <laughs> like Busker I, I, Avengers. I'm glad that they aren't trying to just mimic, you know, the movie Avengers. I'm glad we don't have <sighs> Robert Downey Jr. and stuff like that. I mean, I just, uh, I obviously in the comics, the, they change quite a bit. They look different from comic to comic and things like mm -hmm. that. Um, and so I think, I think that'll be fine. I think people are just so used to seeing... You know Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans and Chris Hemingsworth and all that stuff, um, and that it, it is a little off-putting when you first see them. But I, I I don't necessarily have a problem with that. I just don't completely understand what they're going for with this game. It seems a little bizarre and to kind of get. It, it seems like it gets lost in and what they're trying to convey and what they're trying to do. I feel like it's gonna come out and just be a little bit of a mix match of all sorts well, of maybe, things maybe they wanted to build up some more stuff for you know marketing wise before maybe that was a, a common thing people are like what is it yeah that that would probably be in their best interest in all right. honesty <laughs> yeah i mean may, i mean as much as you know may is not that uh not that far away no it really isn't it is going to be here before you know it um yeah so maybe i don't know hopefully delays uh produce Better quality for whatever they're trying to achieve. So you yep. can only wish the best on that. But yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll be picking it up when it comes out. So yeah, cool. Uh, speaking of delays, Final Fantasy VII remake has also been delayed. Hey, delays. Square's on a roll right now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now instead of releasing on March third, the long way to remake will release on April tenth. So pretty decent uh, jump there as well. Uh, we got a message from the dev team on this. Uh, we know that so many of you are looking forward to the release of Final Fantasy VII Remake and have been waiting patiently to experience what we have been working on. In order to ensure we deliver a game that is in line with our vision and the quality that our fans who have been waiting for deserve, we have decided to remove, the, or sorry, to, to remove, to move the release date to April 10th, 2020. We are making this tough decision in order to give ourselves a few extra weeks to apply final polish to the game and to deliver you with the best possible experience. 
I, on behalf of the whole team, want to apologize to everyone as I know this means waiting for the game just a little bit longer. Thank you for your patience and continued support. Yashinori Katasi, producer of Final Fantasy VII Remake. So, another delay, but hey, you know, people are bummed out. Super bummed out. Yeah, um, at least I it's only it. a month, though. I mean, that that's yeah. quite a bit of time for... Uh, fine six. tuning some things. Yeah, not six six months. Uh, that's <laughs> insane, but <laughs> but yeah, I think I think this is probably an all right move. Uh, this is such a beloved game that I mean, this has to be almost perfect when it comes out, right? Um, but it's I assume what happened because mind you, both of these are under Square Enix. Uh, even the Crystal Dynamics game, uh, they're the publisher on it, so. Uh, I assume somebody came through and decided that they were, those games were not where they wanted them to be and just went ahead and pushed them both back. I mean, being under the same umbrella and two pretty big releases for the year and pushing them both back is it's interesting, to say the least. So We'll see. Coolio. Uh, Bioshock The Collection has been rated for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, so at this time, nothing has been officially announced, but the people of the internet have spotted <laughs> ratings for the games pop up on a tai- Taiwanese uh, games rating board, <laughs> oddly enough. Uh, it seems as though you will be able to purchase the games individually, too, considering each game has its own rating as well as a rating for the entire collection. Uh, so we have nothing other than that right there. <laughs> um, but I'm excited. I love the Bioshock games, and I think they would actually work very well on the Nintendo Switch. They're, I mean, most of them are older games. I think they all came out on the 360, I believe, mm, if I remember right. I will do my thing. Do it. You do your thing. Do it. Um, so I'm really excited for this. I know at least the first two came out on the 360. I was thinking Infinite came out right at the light, end of the life of uh, the 360. But uh, I, I think they'll work well on Switch. I think they'll port over very, very well and look, perfect I, I don't see any major issues coming from that um but it, if you haven't played these this would definitely be the way to pick them up i would think uh bioshock collection was on xbox one okay yeah so the other the but their the games as they release were all on 360 so. yeah the uh infinite was 2014 complete edition holy crap that's wild that okay, the complete edition that would have been after all the DLC came out, but uh, <laughs> and the Xbox oh, here it is One right came here. out in twenty thirteen. I, I, I have it conformed. Okay, so Infinite, yeah, three sixty. Okay, all of them three sixty. Okay, that's what I was thinking. But yeah, mm-hmm. so this might be a last kind of hoorah for this collection of games and then as we move forward with the new studio that's going to be working on bioshock um so yeah get in there play them if you haven't coolio hey uh epic games continues to give away free shit all through 2020 (laughs) yeah get on it jump on it uh previously epic had said that they were giving away games throughout 2019 but they had not said much about 2020 Uh, Epic says that they have had over 200 million free games claimed up to this point, and they have no plans of stopping now. Because why would you when you're trying to rule the world? Uh, Alongside this announcement, Epic showed off some stats. Uh, PC players have spent $680 million in the Epic Game Store. Holy crap. Uh, Only $215 million was spent on third-party titles. (laughs) 
leaving roughly a solid of $465 million that essentially went to Fortnite Cosmetics. Wild. Wild. Uh, yeah, 73 different games were given away for free with an average rating of 80% according to OpenCritic. Uh, there were 235 countries and territories represented by creators with a total of 1,733,180 creator codes used on various purchases in the store. The most popular games were World War Z, Satisfactory Early Access, Dauntless, the Untitled Goose Game, the Outer Worlds, Borderlands 3, Metro Exodus, The Division 2, and Control. So, Epic Game Store, killing it, uh, as we expected. Uh, when you have more money like than, than God, uh, you know, you can uh, get in there and uh, make a store. Uh, yeah. That kicks some butt. And then just give away games all year. That's fine. I'm down for it. I mean, <sighs> you can build up a one hell of a collection just by getting all the free games from the Epic Game Store. Um, yeah, and God, does Goose Game ever end uh, on its quest to conquer the world as well? It's died down quite a bit. I mean, there for a while, the hype around that game and everyone talking about it was just insane. But yeah, it seems I mean, to have calmed down goose a little cool again. bit. What's that? It made the goose cool again. Yeah. I used to just call them hissing chicken cobras. <laughs> they're still now hissing they're, chicken now cobras. Now they're kind of neat. Uh, yeah, but they're still assholes. They are. <laughs> they're. I think um, the goose is right below cat. Yeah. Yeah. In terms of uh, assholes of the animal kingdom. That's fair. Small yeah, house like, cat too, not like large cat. We're talking house cat. House cat. Yeah. House cat I is mean, asshole. I would, I would probably put it. Jeez, oh, God, what would it be? crow, raccoon, right? Okay. Goose, cat. That's that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay, cool. Huh. Sweet. Wow, we, that was the quickest we've ever agreed on something ever. <laughs> Assholes of the animal kingdom. Uh, My God. Pokemon Go has had the best year ever in 2019, which I <laughs> I honestly hell? didn't think I was going to be saying that. But, I thought I would have had the worst year, but whatever. Uh, so since the game's release, Pokemon Go has remained a juggernaut in mobile gaming. Uh, in 2019, Pokemon Go made roughly eight hundred and ninety four million dollars mind you free game that's all just player spending uh and that's all brought to us according to sensortower.com which they track a lot of pokemon go stuff uh and that's because no official numbers have been released at this point but the uh the top three markets would be the u.s with 335 million spent uh japan with 286 million spent germany with 54 million spent uh the worst year for the game was 2017 which is the year after it came out 2016 was when it was released uh but in 2017 it uh only brought in about 589 million and i say only <laughs> just a drop in the bucket uh, but it did bounce back in 2018 with 816 million uh all in all the game has brought in 3.1 billion dollars since it released again Ugh. free game all player spending buying pokeballs <sighs> and stuff uh also in 2019 pokemon go saw 55 million downloads which is crazy for a three-year-old game that seemed kind of like a fad, but clearly is not a fad. Um, this is screw goose game. How long is this game going to live? This is incredible. 
Every Pokemon that comes out gives like a little like second wind. It's wild. Every single time. Speaking of geese and gooses, goose. Um, in the chat here, uh, he said goose above raccoons. Heck no. I reply with Canadian goose enters chat. <laughs> you know, oh, are the geese up there worst? It might be due to the cold weather. Yes. 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 The cold Absolutely. weather just makes them assholes. Every year they come back from Florida too early. <laughs> no food on the ground. They're dicks. They come back before their vacation was actually up. Yeah. Yeah. Awful. Fair enough. Um, moving on, Infinity Ward is donating proceeds from a cosmetic pack in Modern Warfare to Australia. Um, obviously, terrible thing going down there in Australia right now with the uh, wildfires. Um, as part of our efforts to help provide relief toward the devastating bushfires in Australia, we're donating 100% of Activision's net proceeds from each purchase of the Outback Pack, which we renamed the Outback Relief Pack, uh, across all platforms through January 31st. If you've already purchased the Outback Pack, thank you. Your purchase will count toward the donation. From everyone at Affinity Ward, Call of Duty, and Activision, thank you for your consideration. Our hearts go out to all those who have been affected. Um, yeah, uh... This is great. I, we haven't even talked about the fire stuff. That's horrendous. Yeah, absolutely I horrible. I mean, my God. Absolutely like, horrible. Bleh. The amount of, like, have you heard about how many, like, animals are, like, dying and stuff oh, like that? Like, yeah, just, it's like, just like, gone. Like, they crazy. said, like, koalas, like, half the population of koalas is gone. Yeah, that's crazy. It's terrible. Uh, and I think I think this is a great thing that they could do. I mean. Oh, fantastic. Uh, I actually did buy it as soon as I saw this go up. I ended up purchasing it even though there wasn't really anything i really wanted out of the pack i was like this is an easy way to you know donate and uh all that good stuff but mm -hmm. um yeah it, it's you know definitely a one of those things that's just absolutely terrible and and i'm glad that you know companies are stepping in and and offering mm -hmm. some way to an easy way to provide relief and yeah get out there and donate or or help in some fashion whether you know gathering food supplies and shipping it out there. Yeah. Figuring out volunteering with a local charity that's doing some stuff for them. Like we shipped out firefighters out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. That's how bad it is. Yeah. It's, uh, I mean, it's terrible. And they terrible, were saying terrible, that it could have been started by like a couple people. Yeah. That's what you were saying. I, I hadn't yeah, seen yeah. that before, but, um, yeah, they're saying that they, I mean, they've charged one with arson. Damn. But they don't know about the others yet. Can I mean, you can imagine that you start a fire, like you're that much of a dick that you just start a fire randomly on on a no fire day, and, right? Because it's so hot there, right? And then now your whole country is on fire, yeah, essentially, yeah. And you wiped out half a population of koalas, and I mean, yeah. countless yeah. other things. I mean, that's that's a, I mean, a relatively minor part of it, but still, yeah, that's that's terrible, um, wild, yeah. Um, sorry. Moving on. Awesome. Bummer. <laughs> I can only say it's terrible so many times. Uh, right. But uh, awesome games done quick. Uh, 2020 has wrapped up. So games done quick is, uh, this is straight from their website as well. Uh, games done quick is a charity fundraising organization that raises money for charity via speed running. Uh, volunteers play games at incredible, incredible speed. Sorry. Uh, otherwise known as speedrunning, obviously, uh, for entertainment. The event is streamed live online, nonstop, and all donations go directly to the charity. Games Done Quick 
events features runners playing games from every generation of gaming history. Uh, they play their games live in person and explain in detail uh, the many tricks and glitches they use to get the fastest times. Uh, so just this year alone, they raised three million one hundred thirty thousand uh, dollars and sent that over to the Prevent Cancer Foundation. Uh, and there was a total of fifty four thousand one hundred eighty donations, with the highest amount being. 356,306 and the average amount being $58.25. Uh but over the course of 10 years, Awesome Games Done Quick have or Awesome Games Done Quick have raised uh $25 million. So that's awesome. That's a fantastic, you know, thing mm-hmm. that they put on and uh, every year we try to highlight it. Granted this is only the second year we've been around to touch on it, but uh, we d- we definitely always try to make sure that we draw some attention to this. That way, you know, if you haven't heard of it, now you know. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, On to the, uh, the the meat of this uh, of this podcast. Uh, PlayStation will not be at E three twenty twenty. PlayStation was not at E three back in nineteen. Um, but uh, PlayStation told GamesIndustry.biz after thorough evaluation. Sony Interactive Entertainment has decided not to participate in E3 2020. We have great respect for the ESA as an organization, but we do not feel the vision of E3 2020 is the right venue for what we are focused on this year. We will build upon our global event strategy in 2020 by participating in hundreds of consumer events across the globe. Our focus is on making sure fans feel part of the PlayStation family and have access to play their favorite content. We have a fantastic lineup of titles coming to PlayStation 4, and with the upcoming launch of PlayStation 5, we are truly looking forward to a year of celebration. With our fans, uh, totally agree with them. Yeah, I mean, why? I mean, why? Why just you know show it off and announce it at one place when you know you could imagine if they were super intelligent with this, which I think that this is what they're going to be doing. But you know, you make you do like a live stream and then you you know make it a playable and available to go try those things out in numerous cities around the world right after that stream is done. Absolutely. You know, and that way uh, people get a hands on. There's a lot more people can try it and see it than you would see in the middle of an L.A. convention floor mm -hmm. and uh, bigger audience. I mean, generally speaking, I think I mean, they can draw their own shit. I mean, it's the thing, right? Is the E3 if you're going to if you're there for E3. Great. If you're watching it online for the PlayStation stream, you would watch it anyways. If Sony announced their own stream. Right. I mean, PlayStation doesn't need. E3 by any means. They are certainly large enough to where whatever they put out, it will make its way to Twitter and all over the place to where, I, I mean, even if some people don't watch some of these smaller shows and things, um, it, you'll absolutely see this pop up everywhere as soon as it is announced. Um, so I, I, I agree. I, I don't think it makes sense for PlayStation to spend the money to put on this grand presentation at e3 when they don't need to there's no reason for it i mean xbox i'm glad xbox is still there um otherwise i feel like it really starts to fall apart pretty quickly once xbox is like yeah no i'm out too um yeah but well we don't know yet right no they have confirmed they're gonna be there no they are two they are three but are they showing off like their shit their xboxes are they gonna eventually just announce those you know here and there with the other models. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> they they haven't outright said. So. I don't even think they should do it anymore. I think I think, I think it's going to be announced before E3. I think E3 is going to be just 
a more in-depth dive into what it is. I think we're definitely going to see more. I mean, obviously the the console's already been announced for Xbox, or at least the series, the general, the broad yeah, yeah. stroke of of what the Xbox Series X is going to be. The clean Xbox. Yeah, exactly. Small refrigerator. You put it up. The diaper genie. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I I think I think they'll be there, and I think they'll definitely talk about it. But I think there's going to be probably something that comes out prior to E3 that's kind of. Hey, here's what it's going to be able to do, this and that, and then at E3 you'll see even more. But I think it's going to be a uh, a slow drip over the course of the year from these two companies where they're just dripping mm-hmm. out little bits of information just to keep that hype going constantly and keep that hype building up until the end of the year when they finally launch. Um, I, I personally think that's the smartest plan, but, I mean, what do I know? Well, I hope the drip is more, uh, more. Uh, I hope the drain for the drip is more open than just showing us the fucking logo. Yeah, maybe open <laughs> that, that valve wild, like dude. half. <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Couldn't use my imagination for that yeah. one. PlayStation took the the slow drip of content uh, to a whole nother level, and they're like, right. we're gonna release a letter at a time to you. And here's the P. Here's, here's the S. One of the buttons. <laughs> And On here's the a machine. Uh, there was a uh, article today where it's like, here's a render of what really could, you know, what what the PS5 really will look like. Pretty realistic, and it totally didn't look realistic at all. I mean, it looked like an Atari 2600. It was made in dreams. If it's the same picture I'm thinking of, I didn't see the article, but I I saw the post about it. It's, no, this uh, is black and white. Oh, uh, was this it this photo? It wasn't that weird one. Yeah, well, I know there what was, you're talking about. There was I saw it's got like two lights on top of each other and like weird shit. Well, I saw like four or five different renders of PlayStations just today that people made in Dreams. Like Dreams is incredible, by the way. <laughs> but yeah, dream, the things people make in nice. there is bizarre. Like I, I never in a million years would have thought it would have gotten to that point. Well, I, I should have known, but uh, yeah, I, I think. I don't know. I, I, I think this is smart by PlayStation to not be here. There's no reason for them to be here. They did just fine last year without being at E3. They don't. They did have that weird church thing, though. That was two years ago, but yeah. Was that two years ago Yeah, because they weren't there last year. That, that church thing was part of their presentation at E3. Was it at E3? Yeah. Yeah, because they literally had everybody in this like weird church presentation, and then that they had, and they had everybody tent, right? walk over to the other stage. I remember That's it right. vividly. Wow. <laughs> I was like, wow. Fun. Yeah, I know. You and me were sitting there like, what the hell was that? Yeah. Yeah, that was like a cult. Um, but yeah, it, there's no reason for it. And honestly, as we've talked about many times, E3's probably only going to be around a couple more years at most. <gasps> bum, 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 bum. Do you think people are really, really upset? When it like, I mean, really, if X like to your point, if Xbox jumped out of that, I mean, there's no reason to even really have E3. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, had a a couple comments back and forth with one of the one of the dudes that listens to us, and and you know we were just kind of chatting about how E3s changed so drastically. Uh, this is Graveyard Gamers 047, by the way, but uh, we were just kind of chatting back and forth about uh, how how 
E3 has changed so drastically that, you know, it's it's essentially just a shell of what it once was. It's still fun. I still enjoy E3, especially with what we do now. It's it's kind of fun. It's also exhausting, but it's a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's just not really needed in this day and age. E3 was created at a time where... Um, it was much more physical media. Yeah. You were getting magazines about it like the next month where it's like, yo, all this stuff was at E3, but now, yeah, I I mean, these guys could be staying in their studio and just send out a video where it's like, I mean, Nintendo direct, direct style essentially. And you don't have to have that because the internet is so broad and, Mm -hmm. and it spreads so quickly that you just don't need to have this big presentation. Mm -hmm. It's even when I went to E3, I was, I mean, I was excited, Mm -hmm. but it was when I got there, I mean, it was just a show floor with being able to demo a lot of games aside from obviously the big conferences. Right. I mean, I could really say to somebody, you know, if you watch all the live streams, I mean, you've seen a lot of the action of E3 because right. a lot of it is, you know, there's standing it'll be like there's, there's some, yeah, it's like standing <laughs> in line or it's like, I mean, it depends, right? Because if you're industry, you get to go ahead, but there's still lines. Right. But it's like standing in line and like some, some booths are like super, super, super detailed and some are just like, hey, here's like a, just a booth with a couple of like, you know, stand-ups with monitors and stuff like that. And, and here you go, play our, play our new game. Some are just like over the top. I remember I was in like a cringy one for Jurassic Park. And uh, it was like Jurassic, God, what's it? Jurassic World or whatever. It was Jurassic Sim- World Evolution? Something, Something like, like that. that. Basically, you know, the old uh, style, like pretty much Roller Coaster Tycoon 3 or whatever. We're basically making a park or Zoo Tycoon, I guess is a better example. So we, we wait in line. Okay, there's an animatronic Velociraptor just like, wah, wah, like fucking, <laughs> you know, constantly every 20 seconds, the same soundtrack. Okay, well, they had a Jeep. They had like wood chips and stuff like that. And uh, and it was kind of themed, you know, palm trees, shitty tarps draped over everywhere. We get into this like waiting room. Okay, this girl in like this safari outfit who's like some – actor or whatever comes in and talks to us and she gives us a brief on what we're going to be doing and this whole like pre-show and then we walk into this fucking tent and there's just people standing there like here you go here's a controller and like I start <laughs> start playing the game and the first thing I do the first thing I do is just open the gate let the fuck T-Rex out <laughs> <laughs> The guy's just looking at me like, are you serious? But, I mean, it's just like there's just overhyped stuff like that. You look at him and do um, them. <laughs> yeah. I just thought, I mean, I don't know. I, I always think that if it was, I mean, I see in the chat right now the discussion between, like, Attack of the Show. Yeah. Or, which, or Attack of the Show um, was, I mean, that those were, like, the biggest hype like, oh, days possible uh, for that for that uh, show. But I mean, it's like, I don't, I don't think it was, I think it was overhyped to begin with. Even oh, when absolutely. It was, when it was in that form of media. But uh, it, it's like, you know, people thought like, oh, I, you know, I can't get there. I'll never make it there. Like, oh, this is all the stuff that we're only seeing and they're only talking about. But I still think that it was overhyped, even through, even through a magazine. I mean, when you got a friggin' CD in a magazine, and it was like, here's five videos on E3 from blah, 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 from June. And it's like the July issue of, you know, Nintendo Power. 
Right. Or whatever, Xbox magazine. You know, it is interesting, but I think it's just always been that super, 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 super hypey show. It's like CES. I mean, yeah. CES, like what? Like maybe like eight, nine years ago used to be like the big thing. Like you just, that's where we're going to see the coolest shit come out of. And now it's just like, no, we're seeing, we're seeing weird stuff. Well, you and know? even like, then, I mean, uh, Samsung and uh apple they all do their own keynotes somewhere well, i mean a completely different have, times i mean these companies yeah. are so large by this point they just right. don't need this main stage and again even, even they have the internet which is the largest stage you could possibly ask for so you don't yes. need this you know yeah yeah yeah. and on top of that i mean like playstation and, and samsung and all those they have numerous product lines oh yeah i mean even playstation right you got vr You've got all the different controllers, all the different special versions of the consoles. All their the first different party studios. Games, yeah, exactly. Uh, all this stuff. I mean, are you really going to put it all in one, you know, on one day? Right. No. Yeah. You're gonna and then people like, are going to forget half the first of party what was stuff. just said. And it's yeah. like, yeah. Uh, something no, is going to get it. overshadowed if you share too much oh, in one go. Absolutely. Spread Plus, it out. E3 is so stupid from a marketing perspective. Cool. I'm Xbox. I'm the first one to present. I get one day of people looking at my shit, and then the next day it's all PlayStation. Right. And then the next day is all Nintendo. Or, I guess, yeah, Nintendo. Yeah, and you get Square and live, Ubisoft yeah. in there. And Bethesda, which Bethesda is just going to come out and apologize to us again and <laughs> tell us that Fallout 76 is getting a new expansion and mm. the next Elder Scrolls game is still a long ways out. And We're making a card game. In Fallout 76. Why does Bethesda even bother with E3? Because it's just an embarrassment. I'm going to be really honest here. <laughs> no, they're, oh. they're... What was it? Was it Orion? Was there big uh, big software play for cloud gaming, for like streaming? Yeah. Whatever. I, yeah. That's pretty cool. I mean, the nerd in me was like, that's pretty neat. And the business that's not even so like, much really Bethesda. Cool. They were just the publisher on that. That's more I, I, or id software. That was an yeah. id thing. I mean, Bethesda just so happened to have their name as the the publisher on it. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, E three's yeah. dying. So, <laughs> <laughs> just saying, E three's dying. Um, God, what else? Oh my God. Are there any other events in gaming that are dying? I guess kind of PAX is kind of like... Um, I don't know. I, I think PAX still does well because it's a little bit more focused on fans rather than just this big marketing thing and more the industry. It's kind of more like a, hey, come demo yeah. games. Like, it knows exactly what it is. Um, GDC's grown pretty good. Yeah, GDC's grown quite a bit. Um, this Taiwan Game Show's grown pretty good, too. Yeah, no kidding. Um, What's good? Yeah, I mean that's going to be super interesting. Is these global shows, right? Like overseas mm -hmm. and them growing. I mean, the market there as as soon as it starts adapting more and more and more of the video game uh, industry in terms of home video games versus arcades and such. I mean, it's going to boom. It's like the movie industry, right? The focus on the studios isn't really. I mean, it's in America still, kind of, but yeah. a lot of it's in China now. Yep. For like movie theaters or for uh, sorry movie studios. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. It'd be interesting to see what happens. Cool. Well, that'll do it for the show, my friends. Uh, if you want to support us, head over to patreon.com/slash diggity podcast. 
Uh, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Diggity Podcast and subscribe to our YouTube channel, Diggity D I G G I T Y. Uh, you can find me on Xbox One. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff. And mine is Luscious Brody. And you can find me on PlayStation at uh, Wolverine's Cousin. Yeah, you can. Yeah, yeah you, you can. can. Uh, leave us a review, guys. It helps us a ton. Thank you to all those who have left a review. Uh, what it basically does is it gets us uh, showcased a lot more on places like uh, Apple Podcasts and, and Spotify and Google Podcasts. Um, and when you leave a rating like that, it lets other people trust the show also, which is kind of nice. And it also lets us know what you liked about the show or what you didn't so that we can make the show better every single episode, hopefully. So we don't die like E3. Ooh, what? <laughs> Ooh. Oh, oh, goodness. My God. Oh, stay tuned, guys, for the Friday show where we'll talk about Animal Crossing having another delay, probably. <laughs> See you later, guys. <laughs> I don't even need to do anything at the end. You got no, it in there. <laughs> no, I had to throw some shade. See you, dudes.